It's time to talk with our friends from the Berrien Community Foundation. We've got Susan Matheny joining us. Hello, Susan. How are you? Hello. Good morning. I'm great. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It really is. Yes. It's bells are jingling. There's a sprinkling of snow around, you know, and we're all shivering. So there's a good reason to drink lots of cocoa. Absolutely. So it really is the most wonderful time of the year. And the most wonderful time of the year, especially for you guys, too, is uh, scholarship season. I uh, always love that. Yes. Let's talk we about love scholarships. scholarship season. You know, scholarships mean people doing something positive for their life and making changes, whether it's new students or who have just graduated from high school and they're freshly going out, or even someone who is uh, an adult who is saying, I want to do something different, or I want to upskill myself for my job. So scholarships mean hope, they mean change, they mean new challenges and new successes. So we love scholarship season and we love it so much. And it shows because we've got I think over 55 scholarship programs wow. now. And so we're talking hundreds of students, people from all over Berrien County and Hartford. And um, we have a couple scholarships that are Van Buren and Cass as well. Um, so, you know, we're very excited about scholarships. Last year, we were able to award 368,000 in scholarships. So we're looking forward to this year when we can award even more. Now, tell me, how are the scholarships created? So scholarships are created by um, an individual, a family, an organization, um, any any group or individual who wants to. Um, donors create scholarships for a lot of reasons. They create it because they want to honor a loved one or remember them. Um, they want to award benevolent behavior like, hey, I'm a volunteer and we have volunteer scholarships. Um, they we encourage particular professions or talent paths um like arts mm -hmm. you know um all of our scholarships are endowed at bcf so that means that um we only spend the interest on a scholarship that that the scholarship fund earns that way it lasts forever so when you start a scholarship with bcf you invest you know a little larger sum mm -hmm. um and sometimes folks do it over time over a few years they you know invest those dollars a little slower um and then we only spend that interest, which means your scholarship will keep going forever and ever, long after we're all gone and our grandchildren are doing this work, um, which is my favorite part about this, because yeah. people are planting seeds on trees that will keep growing forever and, and providing folks things forever. Um, so, you know, if anybody's interested in learning more about how that works, this was the very brief overview, of course. Um, you can just give us a call. We're happy to sit down and go through um, you know, we help you kind of go through and say, what kind of scholar yeah. are you trying to, you know, promote an award? And we really help you drill it down and figure it out so that we can create the exact right questions and promotion for it to make sure we find the student that you're looking for. Yeah, I know. In the past, we've talked to some of those scholarship recipients for a, a myriad of different uh, scholarships that are out there, as well as some of the people that created some of those great scholarships that are available through BCF. So who then can get a scholarship through you guys? So um, anyone who wants to pursue their education in Berrien County um, can, can apply for a scholarship. So we've got scholarships for graduating high school seniors, people who are currently in college, 
we have um, scholarships for adults who are thinking about going back to school. So say you um, have a job change that you need to make and you want to upskill, or maybe you've had a life change and you've just decided it's time to do something different. Um, but one thing we have that I think um, is probably a, a, not as well known mm -hmm. is scholarships for folks who, who would like a career in the trades. So trade school scholarships. So um, say you are thinking about becoming a, um, a welder or a plumber or an electrician or one of those kind of things. If you're going to an accredited uh, place to get that education and you need to help fund it, you should come to us and, and apply for a scholarship because we have a robust amount of trade scholarships available. And I'm telling you, um, over the last several years, we've had more and more of those type of scholarships uh, provided or a, a scholar or a donor will say, hey, I want this to be not just for traditional like, you know, four year, two year mm -hmm. college, but also for a trades, uh, you know, certification or, you know, to go to a trade as well. And so they've included, expanded the definition of of the different kind of educational goals that they would help fund. Um, and it's all part of the effort that Barron Community Foundation has really been making as well to make sure we're serving people to meet their goals, right? Um, and a scholarship is only good if it helps you get where you need to go, right? Mm -hmm. um, so if you need it more for, you know, uh, housing and room and board type of things while you're at a college, then we have some flexibility with that that we have not had in the past. Um, you know, we have some different things that we're trying to just rethink how a scholarship is uh, works for students sure. to make sure it's the common sense way for it to work. So if you're a trade student or an adult going back to school, you should definitely look into scholarships with us because we do have some interesting flexibility that can help you get where you're going. Now, do I need to be a straight A super student in order to get some of these scholarships? Not necessarily. Um, while we do have a few scholarships looking for the elite Big Ten type student, like our Drew scholarship at Lakeshore High School, um, and those students certainly earn those scholarships. Mm -hmm. We we also have more uh, many more scholarships that are looking for folks um, who are showing uh, maybe someone who shows a you know a financial need is a big part of it. Me most of our scholarships have a financial need requirement mm -hmm. to it. Um, one example is the Treffs Family Scholarship is all about financial need. And then the other delineators are more about what kind of a person are you, you know, um, and, and you know, your application shows who you are. And, and that really actually is more of a deciding factor with that financial need. Um, folks who've been a volunteer have a scholarship, have some scholarship opportunities. So um, we've got quite a few. One very particular was the Pissarro Family Scholarship mm -hmm. is for volunteerism. Um, but also, if you've been a volunteer, many of our applications really look at what is your activity outside of school. Um, and for some, that's volunteering. For others, you might not have been able to um, volunteer because maybe you needed to have a job all through school, right? And we weigh that very heavily as well. We say, oh, wow, this student has a has a work ethic and and they worked and so we weigh it just about as heavily as we would volunteerism in our in our application okay. when we're reviewing things because we know for reality of some folks is they have to work during school and there there's not time to do some of those other things um but also folks who have a talent um you know if you are um you know if you had a talent like say you're thinking about being in marching band in college 
We have the Rodney Weir Marching Band Scholarship for students who are thinking about, you know, who are going to be in in marching band when they go to college, whether they're an arts major or not. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, GPA requirements or anything like that? You know, the average GPA requirement on most of the scholarships is 2.5 to 3. It's not as high as people would think. There are a few that are higher, but for the most part, there are a lot of opportunities for students who are satisfactory students. What we're looking for in a lot of those scholarships is, are you capable of doing college-level work? Mm-hmm. And, and it's a pass-fail kind of thing, sure. really. Um, so, you know, don't be intimidated by some of the more older myths about applying for scholarships because, you know, there are lots of opportunities. Mm -hmm. And um, so, of course, some scholarships are uh, specifically only for students at a particular school district as well. So, you know, there's lots of reasons and criteria for all the different scholarships. So, yeah. And there's as you, something for everyone. And as you mentioned, there's 50 plus uh, different scholarships. So a lot of them have different requirements. So how does it work, Susan? If I want to apply, where do I have to go? So um, it is an online application. So you would go to our website at uh, barryandcommunity.org slash scholar, or you can just go find our scholarship tab. It's on our website. Um, and it, it, that's where you can go to get started. You can learn more, but then um, you'll need to provide certain information. So for across the board, all of our scholarships are going to ask you, you know, your contact information. If we can't get a hold of you, we can't give you a scholarship. Um, We're going to ask you your activities. Like, what did you do outside of school or, you know, um, or in school even? Um, Your employment history, if you have one. Volunteerism, if you've done any volunteering. Um, Your transcripts, a couple of letters of recommendation. So you want to find some folks who will write you some nice letters of recommendation. Um, And one key thing that I think we want to kind of tell everyone about is, the uh, FAFSA, the Free Application for Federal and State mm-hmm. Aid. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's a big kind of survey. Traditionally, it's been a pretty long, hundreds of question survey, I guess you will, from the federal government that actually helps them determine your um, available uh, financial aid from the government. Sure. Um, and it also helps colleges determine financial aid packages that they would award you. We use the FAFSA to kind of say, hey, what is your financial need? It helps us see financial need. And so um, with a few exceptions, we we require all applicants to provide uh, their results from their FAFSA application. Okay. Um, if you are a, an immigrant or a DACA student or, you know, if you are not legally allowed to apply for FAFSA, we do not require it from you. Um So please don't let that stop you from applying. We have plenty of scholarships for folks like that, but everyone else, the FAFSA is required. Um, And one thing, and we've got a little sticky wicket (laughs) this year. Um, That's a professional term. I like that. Don't be intimidated by that big language there, Johnny. Uh, but the, the thing is, is the, the FAFSA is being kind of restructured. Um, okay. The Department of Education and what I believe is an effort to make it a little more accessible and a little simpler for folks to apply. They are uh, restructuring it and they um, are actually making it. I think it's going from hundreds. I expect it'll go from hundreds of questions down to about 30 okay. or so. So it should make it easier to get it done. Um, and so... Uh, it's not open and available currently. It, it, uh, from what I understand, it's going to be open. Um, they're planning on it com- being online and ready for application by the end of this year. Okay. And so, um, you know, that's something that you'll need to get done, you know, and then submit with your application. So what we're saying to folks is 
you can go in and get your application ready and get everything else done starting now. And then when the FAFSA is open, you get that done, come back and you upload the determination information, and then you hit submit and then you're done. So you don't have to wait for the FAFSA to open to start working on your application. We want to give you a lot of time to think about your answers. And if you need to go find some things, you know, it gives you a little time. So we're encouraging everyone to look at it now, maybe look at it over Christmas break. If you're off for a few days, it's a good time to kind of think about it when you're in between knowing what day it is, because you're in your pajamas, maybe get the computer out and take a look and think about that. But, um, but, but don't let that stop you from getting everything else done. And then that's easy peasy to get that in once you're, um, you know, once that opens. And right. I think it will be a, a, a little simpler application for folks. So I don't think it should take as long as it has in the past for people to get that done. Okay. So how and when do I apply on, on your site? Okay. So if you come to our website at barioncommunity.org and look for the scholarship tab, um, you can start filling it out now and the applications will be due February 1st. Okay. And if we have any in questions, 2024. 2024. Yes, remember that. Yeah, not February. We're not going back in time here. Um, That's right, and we're not going forward. If sure. We're- <laughs> yeah. If we have questions about any of that stuff, I'm sure those will come up as we're going through the process. Uh, how do we get those answers? So you can call us at the foundation at uh, 269-983-3304. You can ask for me. You can also talk to Noah. Hayden Noah mm-hmm. is kind of our all things scholarship expert. Um, he is not only is he great at the this current scholarship programs we have and knows all about them, but he's also a former BCF scholar recipient. So he really has firsthand knowledge of how to navigate this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, he's a great resource that we're so lucky to have him around for this. Um, and so you can call and talk to me, talk to Noah, and, and several other people in our office can sure. talk to you about things. But don't be afraid to reach out and ask questions. You can also go to your school's guidance counselor. They're usually a great resource, and, and we communicate with them to let them know what's available. So if you're, you know, a little scared to talk to us, that's sure. a person you know. Um, but don't be scared to talk to us. We're we're happy to help folks, and we get excited to to hear about new applicants and and what people are trying to do with their life. Wonderful. We'll definitely want to check that out when you uh, check it out at your website, BarionCommunity.org. But uh, Susan, thank you so much for spending a little time with me and telling me all about it. All right. Thank you. You have a great day.